Whether or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. We are live, and we thank you for being with us. Here's Hash Brown Hero, fired up, ready to go, grabbing the show prep, getting it ready for the boys. They join us in one hour from now. The kickoff hour does just what it says. It kicks things off for the day. We'll skim the headlines and not jump into anything too serious, but kind of let you know what's out there for the day like this. Buffalo Wild Wings will be in the house. That's right. We have another charity charge check, try saying that fast, uh, to hand out to Lifeline Children's Services. They are going to be here today and receive that check. $3,900 going to them from last month's charity charge. And then we'll announce the new charity charge, which will be this coming Monday. Uh, So a lot happening today. Uh, The staff is always just a little bit giddy, looking out the window, just waiting for Tim Spencer to walk in from Buffalo Wild Wings. So we'll discuss that, plus your phone calls, headlines of the day, uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. Eddie Van Adler, there he is. He's got YouTube live in HD, uh, so we are rolling for the day. Let's bring him in, my other two buddies. Uh, that'll be the two uh, that kind of complete the kickoff hour here because you know what we are, the Good Time Gang. Mr. Greg Burgess and Michael Hams. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? There they are right there. Your eyes are looking a little bit better. Yesterday, I was a little concerned about you. I don't know what was going on. I mean, you and had, I still, like, you were kind of coming off one. I mean, good night. <laughs> huh? Well, it was Labor like, Day weekend. Like, where you been, That's Atlanta? Right. <laughs> but, um, I, uh, I don't know if this is a seasonal deal or what. It's still a little red, but, uh, I, I sniffles for some reason. <laughs> 
right. know, this is this is what I love about you two is is I came in this morning and and I was I don't know, I just didn't feel good. I, the last few days I hadn't really felt ooh, good. Ooh. But but oh <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. So the minute I walk in, I asked, I said, Hey, what's me. going on? Dabo was on one of the TVs. Right. With no volume. And I and I asked, right. I said, What's he Can't going on about? And then it was the room for like six minutes <laughs> was riddled with back and forth of <laughs> right. making fun of one another. Yeah. And it brought so much joy to me. And I don't know what that says <laughs> about me personally. Right. But it got me. I forgot that I had the sniffles. Mm-hmm. I forgot my eyes are bloodshot red. Yeah. Just for a minute because, yeah. y'all, it was well, fun. Well, I mean, Speedy became a tennis expert overnight. <laughs> I did. I just said one thing. Oh, he said, "Did Fred I mean, lose?" He started giving us a big lowdown on the U.S. Open, Good which night. I thought was a golf tournament. Right. It's so I'm confused. So apparently, when you went to bed, Federer was winning. Yeah. Well, he and, had. And he, he ended he up losing. Things so in I, control. Yeah. I announced that, and Greg was like, "Ooh, I know." Well, yeah. You you started giving details. I'm not hoping. You know <laughs> Greg about. said. Greg said. Um, oh, well, I'm chiming in on tennis. Yeah, I act like I'm no. I watched. <laughs> No, just got a little notification. I was appreciative of huh? it. Yeah, he did. He, he. I mean, he, he didn't just kind of dabble in it. He jumped <laughs> off in it like he was one of the analysts. <laughs> He's got to be at night. I can't imagine. You know, uh, center court. He uh, thought he was sitting there with John McEnroe, and Chris yeah, Fowler for I a did. minute. I yeah. thought he had a suit. I on. know kind of what we do every day is improv, yeah. but you're good, Greg, because you can just come up with all kind of crap. And look, I want to say, and did you not? And, like, and it sounds like real. Did you come good. in this morning throwing out tennis facts? No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not come walk in with Pretty tennis much. facts. Helmsy, there was uh, there was he like tried some... to tell us something. We gave him zero. On. I could <laughs> right. hear him mumbling. Well, yeah. let's forget it. I don't even remember what that <laughs> yeah. was. Well, he had look. a chicken theme going for a while. He had like three chicken stories. <laughs> no, okay. By the way, you're amazing. It's one chicken story. <laughs> no, no, uh, I was two. Y'all, y'all got to be careful with Greg today. He is. <laughs> it was at least two. Huh? <laughs> you are full of <laughs> today. Let me just tell you. Uh, first of all, it was one. Okay, it was one chicken story. No, but there you, was another. Well, when you half listen, you think there's more than one. Uh, there's a salmonella uh, outbreak that's yeah, connected that, that to happened. backyard poultry uh, that sickened a thousand people across 49 states from backyard chicken. And then so, you had the chicken sandwich robbery. Uh, no, that, that was, was a, another. But that's that was a chicken more, story. Bubba, that, I mean, the Bubba. Listen to me. <laughs> that's not a chicken story, uh, Greg. That was a Popeyes kind of. A, but it, it was a story about chicken. <laughs> no, not really. It was that about was a robbery. And you said, what's up with a chicken sandwich? You made it about chicken. No, buddy. Huh? Anyway. All right, so then you started crying and you peed in your pants. <laughs> I'm just making up stuff, too. Uh-huh. Back Did to, you bring uh, some more pants? Back, <laughs> back to the tennis thing Yeah, last it night. was just a highlight. I and know. I saw no, see, well, th- this phone right here, this I, smartphone, <laughs> is used for more than like texting. I have never heard with you one say finger. one thing about tennis. I know. And well, Helms looked up at the thing, and all of a sudden you just took the conversation over and I, gave him who was finishing where. No, I think it was just a conversation. I don't know that I took it over. Yeah, he did, and then he went. You know, <laughs> see, when you have a conversation, it's back and forth. People talk. It was six three. <laughs> I did. It's something that always amazes see, me. Look right here. See, you so, get, well, look, you get notifications. Yeah, see, but why would I look, look at something I don't care about? No, it, but right? because you have eyes. No, you look down. I don't. I would well, because there's no way that I would have had details. My phone. About, my, you know what my phone, phone did? Too. Hey, you know what my phone did? Bloop. And I looked down okay. and I saw this. I see Federer lost. That's <laughs> all I saw. What you, you're I just saying. All kinds of stuff on you're just, say, you're just saying if you had 
if you you do have the ability, but if you wouldn't get an update on what's going on in the U.S. Open, well, no, I, I think you're saying that, you would turn that off. It's more of an no, ESPN. I turn it off if it just came on. I looked at it. I wouldn't remember. It was more of an ESPN notification, and they pushed all but kinds of listen, stuff. Look, you, there's another one here. Wanna, there's nothing wrong with tennis. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure we get it. I right. have no problem with tennis. All right, so something that's been going on the last few days that always amazes me. <laughs> okay, we're we'll trying to bring this back in. Look, predict, uh, predicting NFL stat leaders. I got that too. You want that? So no. Hey, Saturday night fowler and herb street right look here you work with, yeah, with yeah. oregon and auburn yeah and then monday night they did louisville and notre dame right yes. last night he was doing the federer dimitrov match who was fowler fowler needs to calm down. i mean it, he's amazing to me that he can see that's he why does that's all now that. i get it speedy wants to be like that no no please keep this up he's trying to what he's trying to do is extend his horizon <laughs> look right here i got another one you work with a jerk that makes you feel bad sometimes but get just deal with it next hour right give here. me a soccer update <laughs> okay since you just jumped on that here's one that upsets you he paypal, the PayPal suspends account Affiliated with Ku Klux Klan. How about See that? that? I got uh, that one too. Yeah, but I mean, but you didn't come in talking about it. Never. No. <laughs> I, I get usually, all kinds of notifications. <laughs> it's usually at least five forty-five before I have to go puff on my inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are off and rolling. Yeah, we are. Um, I have, I think, one of my favorite stories of the day. I just think it's funny. Greg, I'm like, got something to do with chicken. I imagine. <laughs> uh, we uh, we have a new restaurant in New Mexico that has sparked controversy over menu items named after popular phrases. Used by President Trump, and they're getting Uh-oh. they're getting heat about it. I saw that some people get feelings. Oh, are you looking at that? No, I do look at stuff. <laughs> but you're right. By the way, how would you like to order locker up? I, I, I kind of want locker up, huh? Build that wall. I'll take an order of the wall and locker up, please. So why would I anybody mean, be offended by that? Come on, we'll discuss that plus uh, some other things that Greg will approve. Couple chicken uh, stories on the road <laughs> and break down the U.S. Open <laughs> coming up next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got the tools here to pull this off. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Oh, good morning, Mr. Allen. You're doing something to me. We are rolling. It's the kickoff hour, and we're live. Buffalo Wild Wings will be in the house today. They're bringing food and a check for last month's charity charge benefiting Lifeline Children's Services. $3,900 will be going to Lifeline, and we uh, will be seeing Herbie here a little bit later today to receive that check. So uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Tim Spencer, always fun to see him, but boy, the food. I was We were trying to explain to Hash Brown Hero because he is not – experienced uh buffalo wild wings here and my goodness gracious we were saying no no you don't understand the entire table will be full of wings uh the entire table that's right uh so uh, that's going to be a lot of fun today uh and we'll announce uh coming up this coming monday uh the ninth uh, will be this month's charity charge benefiting scott dawson evangelistic association yeah. and all money raised will be for a student pastor retreat that sda has in november did you know the average youth pastor makes less than fifty thousand dollars? Has multiple children. Uh, you know they they basically 
don't get much time off. No. And so this retreat is a great chance for them and their wife, by the way, to have a hotel room, meals, uh, a conference, but for both the youth pastor and the spouse. And um, and it's just a good time for them to get away and, and fellowship and spend time with their wife uh, or their husband, I guess, depending on who the, pa- the youth pastor is yeah. in the situation. But um, anyway, so so the money raised for this next charity charge will go to that. So. I think it's I think it's important when we highlight specifically what it's going for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like that that I love that. Right. I love that you you go out and eat at Buffalo Wild Wings knowing that a a young couple mm-hmm. is going to be impacted by yes, that. Yes, exactly. So that's going to be a lot of fun today. We'll uh, we'll talk to you more about that. But uh, that is happening today. Also, speaking of eating, uh, that seems to be a topic today, uh, conversation <laughs> here. Uh, and going to break, we, t- we kind of briefly discussed this story, but a new restaurant in New Mexico has sparked controversy over menu items named after popular phrases used by President Trump. Uh, so apparently this restaurant um, is in uh, Albuquerque, and it is the talk of the town after some customers complained about uh, – Terms used like the wall, the immigrant, and lock her up on its menu. <laughs> Critics say uh, the terms are offensive uh, to certain communities, and oh, um, I know lighten up. Uh, and they promote hate speech. Hate um, speech. Yep. The way things are right now, it's not good. Someone told uh, a local TV there, uh, University of Mexico professor. That's nice. Said normalizing the terms, which also include phrases like fake news, is dangerous. But I mean, think about it. Lighten if, up. You, if you wanted, if you wanted fake news, I'll take fake news. What do you want? I kind of know what that is. Lock her up. Yeah, I know. Lock her up. But I, I don't really see a problem with this. I mean, can't we all have a little bit of fun? Lighten I up think a little so. Bit? How about this? if you don't like it, don't go in there. Look, I love you going go. to this Nobody's place. Nobody's forcing you to go in there. I love going to this place next door and screaming, "I want a home wrecker." Absolutely. Yeah. See, yes, that's, that's good fun. Stuff. Yeah, that's good. that could be offensive. It could. It really could. But again, I go back to, like I said, if it offends you, no one is going to capture you and force you to go in there. They're not. No. Just avoid. Don't give them your money. I love what Get the, over it. I love what the owner says Well, here. let the rest of us enjoy it. Uh, he said the restaurant uh, the restaurant owner, here, uh, owner, I should say, here says um, 99% of the people that come in aren't offended by it. Well, it's, of course. Yeah, exactly. Community. It's that one loud mouth that everybody, now we're going to write an article and act like it's bad and ban it, and then somebody has to apologize because some idiot cares. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It everybody, really this is. is wrong with this world. He, the owner says the menu's not designed to insult people or hurt people. It's meant to have a little bit of fun and, and spark the conversation. Tell that to John Cockestang. That's right. <laughs> and Billy Baru. Tell it to him. That's right, buddy. I'm just not. I'm just going to keep looking down and, and move on. Uh, but anyway, you know that they, when I go in there, I never the, use those terms. I just point at what I, I want. I always give you know, it a shot. I, I know, but I just point. I want that. I want that. I want that. I uh, this is the only restaurant I can think with names like comparing the, this yeah. story. And I'm sitting here looking at their menu now, and I didn't know they had a super kingpin for vegetarians. I didn't either. Did not know that. Interesting. And a Joey Streaker. What about a wrong Doug? Well, loving Doug's wrong. I don't be right. Wrong Doug is kind of my go-to. That's a good, good little deal there. It is. It is. 
That's um, a good little thing. Do you remember when we used to have lunches a lot together? Yeah, yeah but we used to do a lot of things. Somebody yeah. asked me about that over the weekend, actually. They said, mm-hmm. what, do you, did, what do y'all do after the show? Nothing. Do y'all go to lunch together? I said, you know what? We used to do that all the time. I said, mm-hmm. we just go our separate ways now. I said, Speedy and Greg, go do better. Mm-hmm. I said, I usually go out to the golf course. Bubba goes, I don't know what Bubba does, but he's he's out of here. Mm-hmm. And I said, Rick, you know, he, he sticks around. He's got meetings and those type of things. Mm-hmm. I said, but we don't go to Nobody lunch. Nobody does anything. Enough. We don't go to lunch enough anymore. I wish we would. Yeah, we used to talk I about, agree. hey, where are we going to lunch? We used right. to, yeah, we don't care. Well, Nobody you know, leaves. it helped when the, it. the job kept us here because we did also did an afternoon show. Yeah, well, we mid, definitely went to lunch show. every day. Yeah. Uh, so we had to stick around for that, and that was it. We'd go to lunch every day. And then raise on each other if we couldn't go. What you can't go? We went to a couple of movies. We did, which yeah. I mean that's that's you fun. slept through one of them. But um, I'm not against. I, I mean, we we live pretty close to a lot of lunches. Uh, but it, it just never seems. We're to all work done out. with each other by the end of the day. It's just after all these years, everybody, you know. Is there anything else you, you want know, to get it's out? Like when, like, <laughs> huh? Like when bands after they've been on the road a long time and they all have their own separate dress room, separate buses. That's yeah. us now. Really? Greg, is this yeah. how you really feel? It's 11, not that 12 years bad. ago, we were fired up. Now, hey, Helmsy, this is how he really feels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's really scared. Are you starting your 11th year? Uh, or did you finish your 11th year? I can't figure out if this is my yeah, 10th it. year anniversary. Because I came in 2008. So, this of is, August. so I'm finishing my, I'm starting my 10th or finishing my 10th? I just finished my 11th. Okay, so I'm I'm finishing my so I've been here ten years. I can actually say that now. I've been saying that for the last two years, not okay. really knowing, right? But I can actually say it and it be true now. Hmm. That's right. I'm starting my twelve. All right. So what? When do y'all want to go eat today? I, I don't. Well, we, well, got we Bible study that. today. We don't but, do that anymore. Let's do that another day. How about so you can't eat before. Yeah, I guess so. Ever yeah. since I shut that pizza, you see how quick he down. got out of that. No, I'm just saying. I mean, normally if if we're gonna do post production and then go try to do better and squeeze that in before so a, okay. before the Bible study, it's it's hard. But if we want to go eat lunch versus do better, I'm, I'm fine with that. Our place I am too. It's very oh, frustrating. Oh yeah, can't believe that because no. there's not another. I, I I haven't been as upset about a restaurant closing. Than one of the ones that we would go and to surprised. all the time. I was it, it blindsided me. Yeah, it, it did too. It, got it did me, me too because every time we went in there, no, it wasn't quite as packed as you probably would have liked. But, but I figured during at the night it was. Time, right, at night it, it was. At night it is because yeah. I did I bring to that. I have y'all too much overhead. I even drove from Helena to here, which if for those of you around the country is a you good twenty five minute drive with my family one night because I was bragging about it. I said I told the boys y'all got to have this. Yeah. They came over here and loved it. And that hand washing thing they have when you came. Yeah, that's my favorite. Who doesn't like that? Huh? I couldn't believe it. I'm still mad. About it. I am too. And I love the building. Is are there any anywhere around? No, they closed the one down down the street too. Mm. The one by Best Buy. Yeah, over in Hook. Yeah. Good night. Well, so let's go. I need to talk in, to whoever owns that place. In 2020, we'll start going to eat lunch. Again. Yeah. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. This one here is the one that he's the one that you got to handle with. He won't go nothing. And if we're just making up stuff, I'm making that up. Well, Rick it's true. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's not worth it. It's never worth it. <laughs> what up? It is 25 minutes to the top of the hour. What is happening? It is Charity Charge Check Day. Huh? That's right. Buffalo Wild Wings in the house today. Going to give uh, last month's Charity Charge Check to Lifeline Children's Services. Look forward to seeing Herbie and giving the check and the food that Tim brings. 
This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. I don't know how you slept last night, but Mike Lindell and his associates, uh, they have uh, hit a home run with uh, MyPillow. Boy, i tell you what, he sells some pillows, doesn't he? Huh? Uh, MyPillow.com is where you need to go right now and take care of uh, some of their specials uh, for all you need when it comes to sleeping. Uh, right now, uh, when you go to MyPillow.com, you'll find uh, on the homepage an area called Radio Specials. When you click on it, use our special promo code Bubba, and you'll get the absolute best prices available anywhere. Uh, so, uh, for example, right now, uh, you get, uh, get, get, I should say, deep discounts on all types of pillows. Their unique mattress topper, their uh, Giza Dream uh, bed sheets, and more. Their outstanding body pillow, which is Greg's favorite, it will cradle you all night long, and it's just $29.99 with the code Bubba. So check them out right now. That's regularly priced $89.99, so you're saving $60. So go to MyPillow.com right now. you got a 60-day money-back guarantee plus a 10-year warranty. So treat yourself right. That's MyPillow.com. Click on Radio Specials, then use promo code Bubba for special savings for anything that you need. Uh, you can also go to RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, guys, i got a couple of stories here for you. Um, I want to – do you all want to know – uh, here's what I've got to ask you. Do y'all want to know the story first and then hear some comments on the story, or would you rather hear the comments first and then try to figure out what they're talking about? I'd rather hear just the comments yeah. first. You do? Yeah. Oh, Let's okay. go with that. Let's go with that? Okay. Well, For 100. Um, <laughs> well, enjoy this. And you've got two, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, I okay. do. Yes, I do. Here we go. Here's the first one. That is ridiculous. I don't think that's fair at all. He could have shot somebody behind a chicken sandwich. Somebody could have lost their life. I mean, what can you say? Everywhere you go is some type of problem. Stupid. If they tell you they don't have it, they don't have it. Why are you going to put a gun on them? Yeah, a sandwich. That's not, that's not cool, man. I need a hundred years. When you do dumb stuff, you need to get some dumb time, man, for real. You just got to stand up and want to do the right thing. And that obviously was not the right thing. Right, what do you got? Is this the Popeye's deal? Somebody it is. didn't do a right thing. Good job. I heard sandwich in there. I heard chicken sandwich a couple of times. I'm going to say someone. And they've been in the news. Popeyes. Tried to whoop somebody over a chicken sandwich. There you go. Very good, guys. A group of people uh, with a gun tried to force their way into oh. a Popeye's restaurant in Houston on bad. Monday after an employee said they were sold out of chicken sandwiches in the drive through line. So Are you telling me that somebody got mad? Mm-hmm. In the drive-thru because yeah. they arrived with a chicken sandwich and they decided to go in with a gun. That's exactly and what I thought. they thought what? That all of a sudden chicken sandwiches were just going to appear? Well, picture this. you got a car full of people there through the, going through the drive-thru, and then they're told, hey, the chicken sandwiches are sold out at Popeye's. Everybody needs to calm down about that, by the way. Well, um, Houston police were then called to the restaurant uh, just after 9 o'clock. Employees told the ABC affiliate there in Houston, ABC 13, a mob of two women Three men and a baby were told at the drive-thru that chicken was out. Okay, no chicken. But apparently that triggered them Hey, to, to go through this. No chicken at all? No. no. Hey, well, they said the chicken, <clears throat> I say the chicken sandwiches were sold okay. out. Let me clarify that. So they got out of the car, drove around, got out of the car, and tried to get into the restaurant. Well, an employee runs over, locks the door before they can get, it, get, get the door open, and they one of the employees said a man pulled a gun uh, and that's when they called the cops. Mm-hmm. Hey, you better let us in, that kind of thing. They did say, well, these are fine young people, uh, they did say that they left the kid in the car. Well, that was nice. 
<laughs> well, that was good. They didn't want to, you know, be a bad influence or right, anything like that. Right, right. But hey, this whole Popeyes chicken sandwich thing, everybody needs to. Hey, everybody needs to. Whoa! I still hadn't had one. Hey, pump. Whoa. Hey, pump the brakes a little. Pump bit. the brakes. You know what I mean? It's just a chicken sandwich. Come on. Come on. Just whoa. I'd like to have one. Well, evidently, it's a big deal. People trying to shoot each other. Over. I'm telling you. I mean, when hey, if you're getting to the point where you got a gun in your hand and you're wanting in because you've got to have chicken sandwich, I just. You really need to look at yourself in the mirror and go, right, what, what am I doing right now? I even saw somebody, first world somebody sent an email or something about how people were buying them and then selling them. Oh, like, that can't how, be. How does that, how does that even make sense? I'm a chicken broker. Because you can't, you can't keep a sandwich I think intact. a lot of this stuff is getting exaggerated. Were they driving like I think that story there was made three up. blocks over and saying and then marking them up $2? I don't know. Well, if you're dumb enough to buy that <clears> – <throat> Yeah, well, there are some dumb people. If out everybody there. will calm down and shut up, the chicken sandwich will be back. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Um, I got another story here, uh, and I want to set it, it up if chicken? you don't mind first. Yeah, I've got a grandma, seventy-five years granny. old, granny. All right, old granny, uh, and she considers herself a professional whistler. Okay. Uh, and it says, whistling granny. Yes, and you know, Greg, you're our the, the staff whistler. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. Good. Uh, and uh, she claims here that um, that she can talk to the birds. Now that I can't uh, take a listen here, and I'm a positive. It's just now beyond and whistling. And I'm gonna She's see, talking to birds. I'm going to see if you can do this. Okay, uh, how about this? Take a listen to Grandma. How about that? Okay, all right. Come off Close. that mic a little bit so you don't blow everybody's it. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. That's impressive there. Yeah, she got me there. That was close, though. You gave it a good run. Everybody's trying to do it in the car now. Uh, I I will say this, Greg. For for being put on the spot. And this being a professional, which means she does this all the time, yeah. probably sits out by her bird feeder and, and mocks what's yeah. talks to birds. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty <clears throat> impressive what you got going on. There was only one, one, and you nearly had it. Yeah, she and she's one of these that sticks her finger in her mouth, I know. It, she does. Um, <laughs> no, she does. I know that's uncomfortable <laughs> no, to hear. No, there's, there's finger-in-the-mouth whistling. Then there's I the, right, I'm hands-free myself. I got to tell you, I that's can't a do little any bit more it. impressive to be hands-free, in my opinion. I can't do any of it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, and let's, and let's, I've always envied that. Yeah, I want to hear her. Listen. Uh, Please look at her. They said that she has a high roof in her mouth. That helps a little bit. Let's hear her, Let's hear her talk Hi, a little bit. I'm Sheila Harrod, and I'm a professional whistler. When I was 13, um, I was fishing with my mum and dad, and they heard somebody whistling. Uh, they got no idea it was me but I'd been practicing with a wind-up gramophone 
and uh, an old vinyl. I mean, she gets uh, two fingers all up in there. She's comboing the, you know, the people that can blow in their hand, which born, I can't yeah. do. The midwife said to no. my mum, your daughter's got the highest roof oh, to oh. her mouth. Right, so see, that's that's the key right there. Listen, When listen. I was first born, Graphic. the midwife said to my mum, your daughter's got the highest roof to her mouth I've ever seen. So, see, that's what it is. What about that picture where she has two fingers shoved in her mouth? I yeah. know. I don't I don't understand how that's happening. I think it's a little bit more impressive when you don't use your fingers. You know the fingers. people that can Oh yeah! How about I can make a sound with a piece of grass between my thumbs? I remember that trick. There you go. I I can't do that. I'll try and do that. It's a choo choo train, like a like a seashell. I can't do it. My dad, the old conch. How about my? I wish one thing. I didn't get a lot of things from my dad. uh, Ability (laughs) to write or anything. No, uh, just among among the few. Um, and that's been on the show lately, uh, recently, since he sure. wrote a, an anniversary poem for your love parents and poem. mine. It was a love poem. Well. Uh, I did not get the ability to whistle. Okay, so if we were... <laughs> Greg, come off the mic. Um, if, we off were, the if, mic. We were, if we were in the yard playing, which we were every day, okay, I know most, most families can't comprehend that, but we'd actually go out and play in the yard, and we'd be down the street a little bit. My dad, when supper was ready... He would step out of the house and he would give a whistle that would be heard, I think, across town. Like a pack of dogs. You know, you and it would just be it'd just be a couple like Yeah, that's it right there. Do it again. Well, buddy, he Okay, yeah, there you go. And he would do a couple and it would echo through the trees. And I knew I got to go. Yeah. And if I heard the second whistle, and he he would wait a little bit, and then and now now really knowing more, yeah. my my mom probably said John, is it where's where's Calvin at? Yeah, is he not here yet? And he'd walk back out, you know, because I'm giving him a handle. Because Mom says that dinner's getting cold. And if I heard that second whistle, <laughs> I knew I better go right now. And he was always hold on one more play, man. Oh yeah, or, or oh, the wait game. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, the game would be tied or something, yeah. you know. And they didn't understand how important it was. I know. But all my buddies would be like, "Man, if you leave, we ain't gonna have enough," you know. Yeah. And so I remember one time we lived on Crosby Avenue, I believe. And I come running around the corner, and my mom had just cleaned the sliding glass door, and I came flying around, Ran and I I hit that door, mm. oh. I bounced off my little redhead, <laughs> but I was flying, like I was a bird flying. flying into it. <laughs> I mean, we good had somebody night. Run, run through ours one day. Yeah, it, luckily it didn't break it. I bounced back. How? I mean, I was because I I had been two whistles, and if That's it got to a third, you might as well not come home I mean, because you you about to get tore up. <laughs> but I wish I could whistle like that. I see you bounce off that door. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, bow! <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, so I, anyway, I thought you did pretty good. I mean, well, you know, maybe you ought impressive. to enter some whistling. And I don't contest. think I have the, what you say, the roof of her mouth. The high roof. High roof. Yeah. Seen. I well, don't believe I got that. 75 year old grandma. She has been. She's a whistler. She has been uh, entertaining audiences across the world. For over half well, a that's century. A little much. That's what this says here in the story, Greg. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Honey, why are you calling me so late? It's kind of hard to talk right now. There I am doing it. There all my buddies are, they're doing it too. Honey, why you crying? Is everything okay? We're all doing it together. I gotta wish because I can't be 
It is eight minutes to top of the hour. As we roll on, we appreciate you tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba, join us after the top of the hour break. Hash Brown, heroes on the phone. Helmsy's <laughs> got a <laughs> singing a, in a mic. I love it. Um, yeah, you know, one other thing I hadn't promoted this uh, week: the will of me could spend it any it time. Could. It, it could me. indeed. Man, me, me. can't wait. <laughs> you don't know what you just can't say? wait. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure about that. Um, all right, raise your hands if you like to go on a cruise. Uh, Are y'all cruise I people like or not? Cruises. I don't like them. You don't like cruises? Nope. I, I'll say this. I've There's a commercial one, that though. constantly runs on the Golf Channel, and mm-hmm. it's called Viking River Cruises. Now, not okay. out there in the Gulf and, mm-hmm. and the, oh, and the oceans. Those. This is a river, Viking River maybe cruise. I would like that. I don't even know where it's at. It looks maybe like it's in Ireland, Germany, something like that. I don't know, but I'd like to do that. Th- there were just too many people around me. This is, it, It's not a big boat. A lot boat. of people around me on the cruise. But it's on a river, and I like it. Well, it's funny you said uh, Viking because this is a Viking cruises story. Ooh. Uh, the uh, luxury liner Viking Cruises aims to set a world record for sailing around the world in 245 days, the longest continuous passenger uh, excursion at sea. That's horrible. So this is a big. This is a big time. This so is a big deal. This is a massive 930 passenger Viking Sunset. Uh, it's ready to, to. We're going around the world. It it, it looked like it. Um, it left London on August 31st, embarking uh, on its eight-month trip through 51 countries across six continents, stopping in, 11, in 111 ports and making overnight stops in 23 cities. It says, um, it says here, the price tag, though, is a boatload. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the, it says here that it, it cost, it, and I'm reading this right, and y'all are going to go, there's no right, <laughs> um, but it's it costs ninety two thousand nine hundred and ninety dollars per passenger, per head. including meals, beer, Greg. Well, I hope and it includes everything. With if lunch I and dinner, room service, free Wi Fi, business class air travel, and complimentary excursions at each port. Well, Passengers co- must be eighteen or older. I'm dropping that. I ain't tipping nobody. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're I dropping, paid, if you're dropping that, you can tip. Somebody. Yeah, but that ain't the point. I know, you're right. Um, so you know, you you have to be. It says you have to be over eighteen. Grand. I would think you have to be retired too, because who can can yeah. leave for eight months? Because the average yeah. person gets about fifteen days of vacation every year. And just think, you're if you're see still these working, same people yeah. all these days on the crew. I know it's a nine hundred something people, but you're still going to see. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, right? Your body physically changes and, in nine months. I, I oh yeah, you can. And I, and I you know will you come get, off looking different. You can have. Yeah. You can have a baby. How about that? True. How I'm about sure that? If you could go full time. Come back with an extra passenger. You can. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it says here, <laughs> and I want to read it again. The Somebody ultimate world cruise package on board the Viking Sun costs ninety two thousand nine hundred ninety dollars per passenger. If y'all raise the money, I'll go. <laughs> you'll you'll do it for us. Huh? Yeah, I'll go. For yeah, the show, not, and I'll report it from every port that we stop at. We I've I've been on two cruises. Uh, mm-hmm. One, of course, as y'all can imagine, was a promotion that they sent me on. 
and it was kind of like when uh, I think uh, Helmsy was you that went. I think wasn't it to Chicago for, for the circus or something? Yeah, yeah. And they sent you on that, and you and Amanda got to go up. But you basically come back and re- report about it. Sure, that wasn't um, true though. No, but but I did something similar Chi-town. to that. I did something similar to that, but for a cruise line, uh, Carnival Cruises, but it had to do with a travel agency, and they wanted us to talk about how great the cruise and was or whatever. Re- you didn't go on the Rick and Bubba cruises? Uh, yes. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying this one here. I'd been, I've been on a couple, but my first one was, was on that one. Tyler was four years old. I'll never forget oh, it. And a four-year-old on a cruise, uh, hey, that's – you get – you know, the, the days – They got can, things from them to do, yeah. but, yeah, they get a little – Yeah. You talking about the fun day at sea? Yeah, the That's fun day at sea. The fun, fun day at, fun sea. Day at sea. And and um, now I, I will tell you this: it, it was nice to at any time of the day if you wanted ice cream or something to eat, you just go oh, down yeah, there. Oh yeah, there's plenty of that. No, Amanda and I have been on one, and I, 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 it's just not for me. I would rather go to that destination and be there. Yes, I, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a be on the boat to get there and then do the excursions. Yeah. Although I enjoyed the the excursions, right. like the snorkeling and all those type boat rides and stuff yeah. like that, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just the ca- I feel claustrophobic. Yeah. On, oh, the, yeah. on the boat, People you got everywhere. your cabin, and right. it's not very big, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Do y'all Maybe, like, do y'all like I go- did like what you're talking about with the food. It's just out there, and you get it whenever you want to get it. Yeah. Um, do y'all but, like to go on long vacations, or are y'all quick no, vacation? I don't people? like long vacations. I got about five days in me, and I'm good. Yeah. Maximum. Yeah. Because at some point you start feeling like you live there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you oh, go yeah. to the beach for more than five days, it's like you live there. Yeah. And about you, the fourth kind of day, lost. maybe sometimes the third day, I start thinking about all the things I have to do at home, <laughs> and I want to get home and do those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know exactly I what mean. Because the yard work don't go away, mm-hmm. the house cleaning, it doesn't go away. All those clothes have got to be washed that we went through. <laughs> um, you know, it's and then it, you got to go back to work at some point. You want to kind of hang out at your house yeah. a day or so before. Right. Yeah. yeah well, that's, days, I'm that's, that's the key, I think. A perfect vacation is going and having fun and then getting back so you can actually rest before going back to yeah. work. Because sometimes if you come back the night before and it's late, then the next day you got to go to work, you're worn out. You know what I mean? You just kind of yeah. have to have a little bit of time where you can throw your feet up. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm like you guys. I'm not. Well, that one there would be a long one. That would be. That, that's a long one. That's, and so Think about if you could afford just to, hey, 92. Well, I, I, what do you do? Okay, let's talk about this real quick. I know we got to go to the break here, but if you pay that kind of money and you're gone for that long, I guess, I mean, you're holding a mortgage, so I guess you're paying for the house and utility, whatever. But I guess it, it, do some people just say, hey, I'm, I'm just cutting everything off and, and I don't have any bills or yeah. I'm not doing anything if, I, if you're that gone for that long? I mean, how do you – I wouldn't that's be a surprised. long time. I would not be surprised if people that maybe are out of their apartment lease or whatever and probably work remotely, yeah. work, you know, work from home office. Right. There will probably be some of those folks on there that will take out a $92,000 loan and pay it off every month. Maybe that's just it. like just like they would be paying off their mortgage or something else. Wow, I don't know. You had to get a house sitter if you left home. Yeah, take care of you. Well, if you're, you if your lease on an apartment comes up, you don't have to worry about that. That's true. <laughs> no. Guess you can't have pets. That's out. No, who's gonna no, take care no of a pet. pet that long? No, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it Six me minutes now knees. past the hour. Hello and welcome. Uh, another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Today, I think we'll only do the national anthem one time, uh, but we will play it as is the norm to get things started. Today, it's rock a pep. Oh, 
say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rock is red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there we'll say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the home of the brave it is seven and a half minutes past the hour Rick and Bubba Show, thank you for being with us. We do have much to do going forward on the program, and you can join us at the number I just gave you. Ash Brown Hero is here. And he'll, uh, he'll take your phone calls today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, Eddie Van Adler, all been rocking a kickoff hour for you. Uh, they join us as Team Rick and Bubba goes forward. Will of Meat hasn't spun. Will of Meat could spin today. You never know. Buffalo Wild Wings uh, Charity Charge will be here today handing off another check today that you helped. Uh, helped another great ministry, and we'll hand them that check today, and we'll tell you about the next Buffalo Wild Wings Rick and Bubba Charity Charge uh, coming up on uh, next Monday. So we'll talk about that today on the program. Am I Somebody say, Am I rough enough? Am I rich enough? Let's bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, the pride. Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you know him better as the Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Salvation's free. Come on. He said, I quit my job at a big church where the milk and the money flowed. Two sell cherry bombs for Jesus in a temp beside the road. Ain't in it for the money. Most cars drive on by. But I pay the rent on New Year's and the 4th of July. Here at the Holy Ghost. Hey, Holy Ghost. I said, the Big Bang Theory. Fire and brimstone, fire and brimstone, this September fireworks stand. 
There it is, uh, Paul Thorne. Bubba, how are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you? Well, I, I, I know I hate to say it. You know, it's growing gate. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we've been waiting on a, another another growing injury update from you today. Well, I, I did go to the doc yesterday. It had been a week. Things seemed like they were not, you know, improving. And, uh, you know, Rick, I'm still – what I'm amazed by, and I mean, y'all have seen the footage. It's been well documented mm-hmm. here. Uh it just didn't look like it was that big a deal. You know what I mean? I did. I didn't. I wasn't in a plane crash or uh, you know, uh, you know, f- get ejected from a vehicle. You know what I mean? It's just stupid pickleball. I'm telling you. You took one step, Bubba. Yep. We, the step heard around the world. <laughs> sure. So well, my what? my leg is gradually turning black, and mm-hmm. uh, it's but, amazing. It's moved down four <laughs> inches since yesterday. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not it's calf. Yeah. The doc told me that. Said it's gonna go all the way to your ankle or your foot, so mm-hmm. just it's no, fine. It's good. He said, "Don't." It does make it a little sore. It's a little tender. Sure good news is I had sonogram, no blood clots, any of that. And uh, as the young lady told me, it appears I'm having twins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's good. You know, <laughs> that is good. I, I, I will have to tell you about that visit just a little bit. It's kind well, of well. Sure, funny. we got to hear that today. Um, no doubt about done. that. You can bet on that. <laughs> Uh, I told you that BWW's coming by, so we oh, got, yeah. that. Oh, got another got another charity charge check coming up. We'll update you yes, on, yes. On, the, on the stories uh, that have been uh, going on. I know Dorian, uh, that's still kind of a, a weather story today. Yeah, and total seven <clears> dead <throat> so far in the Bahamas, and yeah. that number, is I, I feel confident, is going to go way up, Yeah, uh, sadly. Uh, if you've seen the pictures of the devastation there, mm. I mean, it looks like wow. – it looks like it was bombed by the Air Force. I mean, yeah. it's just there's just nothing left in a lot of places. Uh, it appears that uh, one of the stories yesterday, that looking at what Speedy's laid out for us today, uh, was not an exaggeration uh, about uh, angry customers uh, pulling a gun over this sold out Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I heard you know, that. I, when I, I heard first that. heard that from a caller, I thought, well, that's that's urban legend. You know, and, Rick, uh, I, I like to eat as much as the next mm-hmm, guy, yeah. but I just don't see pulling a gun to get a meal. Well, it goes back to to the things that we continue to talk about, and I, I was trying to it, – it's interesting. Uh, do, do you think that's real or do you think it's a setup? Well, it could be, but again – It's a real story. Yeah, but it, I'm, I'm not talking saying about that. The, yeah. to add to the right. – it, it could be. Well, guys, I'm just telling you, and I know – I just don't know. If, uh, well, here's, here's the thing, though. you got to consider this because we were – we actually had a long discussion about this back uh, last this past Saturday, uh, when one of uh, one of the boys was home for you know about twenty four hours from college, and we started talking about you know the generations and all the different things, and and uh, we were, we were having a long discussion about what we've talked about a lot here that you know one of the problems we have with with our younger generation is they've 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 not really been denied anything, yeah, uh, and they've never really been put in positions to persevere, so they crack like eggs. Anytime things get difficult, is it possible that in the times we're living in that someone could not handle the disappointment of a chicken sandwich to the point that they want somebody to be shot over? God, I, I mean, it's hard to believe. I, I mean, it, Rick, it, it, it's kind of, I don't know if y'all it, noticed it out there. It is possible. Yeah, I would it, say it, 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 there was sadly, time, there was a time when I would have said, well, that's just not possible. Sadly, you're wrong. Right. So, um, see, if I'm in the line and I go, I'd like a chicken sandwich, please. And they go, I'm sorry, we're out of them. I'll go, oh, well, okay, well, give me the tenders then. Right. You know, mm-hmm. just yeah. Yeah. you can still yeah. eat. Yeah. It ain't like they said, you're not getting anything. Can I tell you this? Right. There is no food item, not one. I cannot think of one food item that I would sit in a line. No. For, <laughs> for, for, for the most I would sit in line for any food item is 15 minutes. 
Yeah, right. Because there's something else available yeah. that I can yeah, get quicker. Yeah, that'll yeah. that I'll be full when I. Right. Eat. What would you wait the longest for? <sighs> That's a good question. Hibachi uh, chicken. Um, really? He jumped right out there with that, didn't he? Um, I've waited a couple of times for like pancakes and waffles. That's about as long as I can remember that's waiting. A good, that's, like awesome. that's a good one. Or that's, a, that's another good one. When they'll say, hey, it's a 45-minute wait, and you uh-huh. go, I'm in. Right. I've seen those fluffy mm-hmm. golden patties in the window there. Yeah. Somebody eating, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Now, 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 remember, I'm talking drive through Yeah. Yeah. I know. Now I'll wait longer in a restaurant. Than, Orange than, chicken. Than I will. A, now, a I have drive. I have ordered these uh, these <laughs> cinnamon biscuits, mm-hmm. and they and when you order them, they go, "Look, it's going to be four minutes." Yeah, no, I'll wait four minutes. Yeah, yeah sure. It's nothing. My yeah. restaurant wait, yeah. by the way, is thirty minutes. I can't. I can't wait for a seat. Yeah. A, a seat any longer. Than Maybe forty five if I if I'm just in the mood. If you have if you have a big group and you want to visit, yeah. you know, and you kind of get lost in the conversation, mm-hmm. sitting if, and if rare, somebody's though. not. Mm-hmm. You know, will Bo sitting too close, kicking on right. or something? Yeah. You know? yeah, there's that. Or yeah. invading your space every time you move. They move right, into yeah, it. right. right. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's got to be really, really good food. Yeah, it really drive through. I don't know. I, I get 15 mad. Fifteen is people, the most for me in drive through. Yeah, I, I would when, say 15. when I have somebody and that's pushing it. It is pushing. It is. When I have somebody in my party and they order like a chicken sandwich it t- and they have to cook it, you know, extra, I get mad at them. The fish. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get by with just a hamburger. You never Come order on. the fish. <laughs> we, you and I have talked about this before. I think the drive through. And this is this is old Rick and Bubba truth, but it hadn't yeah. been talked about in a while. The drive-through needs to be treated like the drive-through at the bank. If you got if you got major banking to do, get out of the car and go inside. If the drive-through is just you're depositing or or yeah. you're you're cashing a check or in those days you don't really have to do that anymore. But mm-hmm. you know it's got to be. A, you ought to have three three menu items and right. and it's no no adjustments on it. Take it as is. Yeah, the drive the drive-through really should feature nothing but your conversation with the person should feature numbers. I'll take the two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me a two and a three. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 If it's if it's more complicated than that, then get out of the car and go inside. <laughs> get out of line. Uh, Sixteen minutes past the hour. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Check that website too, rickandbubba.com. Have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store lately? Grab that new Rick and Bubba swag. Also look for some cool clearance deals as well. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Kevin James, and you're listening to my buddy, The Rick and Bubba Show. 22 minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Wednesday Bible Study returns today, live on our YouTube channel at noon central time. Uh, If you can't catch it live, it'll be archived soon after on the YouTube channel and our podcast channel, and then there'll be links on all the Rick and Bubba social media platforms. All right, so Bubba, you said you went in yesterday. Bubba was injured uh, in a week and a day ago. Yeah, it was not a rugby tournament. Uh, he did not join the local Birmingham rugby team. He actually went over to take on the grueling, uh, the grueling sport of pickleball, uh, where he was uh, where he was injured uh, and uh, simply just trying to make an athletic move toward a ball. Uh, and, can I tell you this? When I was talking to to our doc, Rick, he. Uh, he said, tell me about this pickleball. He said, I'm having a lot of injuries from it. There you go. What? And we start talking about it, and he said, I don't know if it's more rough on people 
then some of these other things are just older people playing it. But he said, I've had a ton of people in here with pickleball. I can, I can answer that question, but let's get your update first. I can tell you exactly <laughs> what's happening because I, because I know I'm living it. I mean, I'm in this, I'm in this, age of, this age of life. And you know one of the things, too, Hams, I think it's different. You have to the, the ball doesn't bounce as high, so you spend a lot of time low low to the ground and yeah. bending over. That we, you don't do that in tennis that much, Mm-mm. so it's uh, I, I think that's adding to it. But anyway, I go in to get checked because I'm just I'm bruised up real bad, mm-hmm. and it appears to be getting worse. And you know, for I, I know I know what a growing pool looks like. I know how it's going to feel. We've seen it. You've had them. Mm-hmm. But there's some mm-hmm. point where it just keeps getting worse. Mm-hmm. You go, I- I'm just going to have to have a doc. No, no, and I think that's the right thing to do. And our doc's very thorough. We went in. We, we had the examination. We talked about it all. He said, well, we're going we're gonna to do the blood work. We're going to uh, – I want to I get the sonogram done on it, and I knew that was coming. Right. Congratulations. And uh, so, you know, you go back, and, and it was really kind of funny because I thought – I thought – Everything was going to be sonogrammed. You know, I thought we were just going to look at everything. So, you know, I'm kind of trying to get mentally prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I go in, very nice young lady that, that does that. I won't give you her name to, to you know, to protect the innocent here. But right. uh, I go in and I keep trying. I'm like, what, you know, what do you want me to get? And she said, well, why don't you get right here? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, do you want me to take my pants off before I get up on the what table? What an uncomfortable or, question. Uh, you know, and then, what, what an uncomfortable I, you know, question. And, and, I'm, and I keep trying to undress, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, no, you don't need to do that. Right. Now you know how it felt to be an intern when Clinton was president. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I wish you'd have walked okay. in and you'd already been in your underwear. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. That's not necessary. <laughs> right. So, but basically, uh, they didn't. They didn't have to sonogram everywhere. They were more interested in the arteries and veins going down the thigh and all Got that. It. And yeah. So they were checking that, and you have to, you know, move your foot, and they can hear the blood flow and compress. It was pretty cool how they check all that stuff. You know, and then the joke is, of course, you're having twins because a lot of that she does. I'm sure right. that's funny. That. <laughs> so, but, so they they came they've come. But to I, I mean, I kept trying to get more. I thought I was going to have to just get completely undressed, <laughs> right? Get, you know, <laughs> and get the old the old sonogram jelly, and here we go. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I kept trying to undress when she goes, no, no, no. That's <laughs> not okay. Hey, hey, pull your pants up. <laughs> Trust me, she was, she was more thrilled about that than even you. But then you're always uncomfortable mm-hmm. because, you know, you, don't, you, you try to tar- start the small talk. You know, no, to, yeah. to kind of, no, you know, sure. break the ice. It's a very, it's a, it's and, a very weird. And, and even weird. though you're not, uh, it's not as, as, I don't really know the word. It's not as uh, uh, forward as it could have been. Right. You know, it's still, they still got to get all up in there mm-hmm. and, and see what's going mm-hmm. on. All up in there. They do and, all up in uh, there. Mm-hmm. You're just joining us. And you, you know, you're, you're there on the table and you, you know, you always, I don't know how to start the conversation. Well. You know, where are you from? Right. <laughs> from around here? How about that weather? What'd you, yeah. uh, what'd you think how about, about that? How about that Dorian? <laughs> and that kickoff classic. You, you watch the game? <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you're right. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's, that's so good. It's always fun. You know, I'm impressed because they have to use that. Uh, it, it's uh, it's it, we, we joke here. We call it a jelly, but it's a, mm. it's a thing to make the the sensor work better the transducer to mm. get a better conductivity mm-hmm. you know on your leg and used to that stuff used to be cold you know it, it just hits you kind of but they warm it up now or something yeah. it's not too bad at all mm-hmm. so yeah it's a it's an and, odd. and then then when you're done 
that that's that's really the funny part to me because they start handing you paper towels to to clean up, oh, you know, gosh. and and you just cannot. You yeah. You just cannot mm. wipe all that stuff up. Mm. It, it just goes everywhere. You, you might, know what I mean? No, no. You, you, she says, "Well, it you know it's a good moisturizer. It won't hurt right. anything." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you, I mean, you're walking out. Mm. Hey, hey, there's a spot of mess uh, right yeah, there. Yeah, hey, yeah, now, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, so well, it could be worse. Yeah, oh, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you slide right on out. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, you all greased up. Here we go. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> just smooth. You know? Sliding around your car. Yeah. <laughs> You can't get. I mean, you just you get you get a handful of paper towels and you get another. I mean, you just go. How much? Where is all? How, yeah. Where is this coming from? Well, at least it helps you, you know? with your shaving. Yeah, you know, you sure. <laughs> yeah. Didn't need to powder up. No. Ready to go. So that's. Uh, yeah, I think the reason why you're seeing injuries tied to pickleball is the fact that it's pickleball, and that means that people think <laughs> that you can go out there, even if you've been. You know, is the word is the right word sedentary? Sedent? Sed, sedentary. The, you, you you haven't been doing sedentary. you haven't been I've doing done a lot. You haven't done, yeah. been doing much. Yeah. Yeah. I've been word? sitting around. And people and people eight. think yeah. And I know this because I'm I'm speaking to this in my own life. Right. Is there has been times in my life that I was not doing anything at all, and then this this was an abnormal move or so. Like one time, I remember one time I was kidding around with one of the kids, and I said, "I'm hey, I can I'm faster than you." Well, there was a day that if we took off into a sprint, you know, my body would be okay, fine. Yeah, that's what we but, do. But, mm-hmm. but the fact that we'd been sitting around and hadn't done that, it my quad goes, Pow! and I pull my quad because I didn't warm up, I didn't, yeah. I didn't do anything. Uh, happened to me, you know, and and so like even when I started trying to do better, the first thing when I showed up to start trying to work out, they're like, well, when's the last time you worked out? And then you give them, well, I can even remember. <laughs> and they're like, well, then you can't. Clinton you, was you, president. You, yeah. you can't jump into this today. So, And even now, there's there's 20 minutes of uh, of warming up. Oh, yeah. To, because you, your body can't do these things just like, hey, I think I'll go do this right now. And what happens is people our age or people who haven't done much think, which is right, I need to move around a little more. And they go out there, and they haven't stretched, they haven't warmed up, they haven't done anything in a while, and a ball goes a certain way, and they make an athletic move, and their body's like, we haven't, we, we're not in the, in the place to do that anymore. <laughs> and then you pull, and, 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 and it happens. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. We are back. Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the things I've done. Yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only one. It's all right. As we return, and what a great segue, um, Bubba's update on the growing pool, Relief Factor. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This has become a part of uh, my, my normal routine, uh, and, it, and it's working so well for so many. It's all natural. We know the issues that are happening. You know, when you look at the side effects of the over-the-counter uh, pain meds, uh, and they're trying to warn you. I'm not saying they're responsible. They let you know, hey, this one's bad for your kidneys, and hey, this one's bad for your liver, and... And uh, you don't need to take these every day. They're not designed for that. So, so you go, okay, well, if I take these every day, it may help me with my pain a little bit, but look at the bad side effects. Then you got some that'll eat through the lining of your stomach. You don't want that. 
Uh, then you get over, and if it's really, really bad, you might be have some prescribed pain meds. Well, now I'm into the addictive wor- world of opioids. So uh, relief factor really, really is a blessing because it's all natural. Uh, you can take it every day, uh, and it naturally works with the body uh, on trying to address the, the issue, which is inflammation. If, if your pain is tied to inflammation, relief factor uh, should be of great benefit to you. And again, no side effects or addictive problems here. Uh, you'll know if it'll work for you in about three weeks. That's why we do something called the little three-week uh, starter pack. Uh, it gives you three weeks for nineteen ninety-five, And then after you're done with those three weeks, if you don't see any relief, sadly, a relief factor is not going to help your situation. But boy, has it helped a lot. It helps me. If you'd like to get yours, you can go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so uh, uh, apparently Ezekiel Elliott has proven that to hold out is to win. Uh, he, uh, he, of course, was uh, drafted in 2016 uh, and uh, has played 2017, 2018, and is about to start 2019. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you know, he was still under his rookie contract. He didn't like that. Thought he wanted should be uh, it should be renegotiated before he became uh, a free agent, and he held out, and he held out, and he held out, and he held out, and he won. Rick, the Dallas Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott have come to terms. Now, this is being reported; it hasn't been officially released by the Cowboys yet. A six-year, ninety million dollar contract extension. Uh, this is being reported by ESPN. More than forty-five million of the deal is guaranteed. That's big. Uh, Elliott, who is twenty-four. Uh, was under contract through 2020 and set to make 3.8 million in 2019 and 9 million on the fifth year option in 2020. His total compensation through the 2026 deal now with this extension will top 100 million dollars. Well, the key to it all, we've talked about it many times, is 045. 45 million is guaranteed, and that's that's what we. The rest of that's kind of pie in the sky. May never see it, may never get it, but let me tell you, you're going to get 45 million. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. here here are the numbers, the good and the bad, with him. He set a Cowboys rookie record with over 1,600 yards, led the league with 15 touchdowns in 15 games. He led the league in rushing in 2018 with over 1,400 yards, and again only played 15 games with the coaches opting to rest him in the season finale, uh, hoping to be in the playoffs. Uh, he is the fifth player since the NFL-AFL merger in 1970 to lead the league in rushing twice in his first three seasons. Cowboy uh, Hall of Famer Emmett Smith, who is the NFL's all-time rushing leader, also accomplished that feat in 91 and 92. 2018, he joined Herschel Walker as the only Cowboy running back to have more than 1,000 yards rushing and 500 yards receiving in the same season. So he, uh, you know, he's put the numbers up, but he's also had problems, Rick. He was suspended six games in 2017 for violating the league's personal conduct policy, stemming from an alleged incident with a former girlfriend back in Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. He was never charged or arrested, um, but uh, he was had to miss some games because of that. So there you go. Uh, he got the deal that he needed. And, you know, you had to be thinking, too, with this being his fourth season, he knows that the lifespan of running backs is not very long uh, anymore. Uh, and he realized, you know what, I'm never going to get the big payday uh, yeah. because my numbers are going to start to diminish because I just have a – running backs have a, have a, have a lifespan. Yeah. Uh, 
and the last thing he needed uh, was to be sitting there right about the time he gets to renegotiate. Now the numbers are down. Now you're not as uh, important as you were uh, to begin with. So I understand both sides. I do. Um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a, if you if you have a contract, uh, I, I have no problem with your boss saying you've done a good job. Let's renegotiate. But I guess in their situations, uh, it is the NFL which stands for not for long, and they got to make the money while they can. And um, he certainly ends up with a better deal, and it worked. Um, it the Cowboys have two <laughs> other have, leverage, have right? two other notables whose contracts are going to be up, and that is Dak Prescott, the quarterback and Amari Cooper, their star wide receiver. Um, you're talking about the ones the Raiders, the one the Raiders wish they had back? Yes, <laughs> yes. So um, under under the current – and here's one reason that they may have gone ahead and made this deal for Elliott. 2020 is the final year of the collective bargaining agreement between the Players Union and the NFL. So they don't know what is out there. They may lose their ability to franchise tag players – uh, they just don't know. So I think they wanted to go ahead and tie him up under this old deal and be done with it. Yep. So there we go. Ezekiel Elliott will play. He does have a deal and guaranteed uh, money, 45 mil. Mm-hmm. And, and if I'm reading this right, he won't He won't actually get the new money until the old one runs out. It looks like he's still, because of the way they quote this, um, he's set to make $3.8 million this year. And then nine, I'm sorry, yeah, in 2019, <clears throat> and then $9 million in his fifth-year option. And that's why they're saying the total compensation will be over $100 million, not just the $90 million that uh, the headline says. I don't, I don't know. know how they work. Yeah, out. I don't either. But, uh, but, but they got, they got to try to keep Prescott, Cooper, and, uh, and Ezekiel Elliott and a few players around them to help them out. There you go. So, uh, so that's the big NFL story today. You're going to see that everywhere. College story, you know, the AP poll comes out. I don't know what, why we care about the AP poll, but it's fun to talk about. Uh, no surprise there about who's at the top, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. Seems like they're going to stay up there for the and, and Oklahoma at four and Ohio State at five. Have those five teams just dominated college football? Yeah, they've been pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the biggest story is, of course, if you're an Auburn fan, look out because Auburn's history of being able to handle success, not not great, <laughs> not great. Um, probably for Auburn fans, the worst thing you could ever imagine, Auburn's been moved to the top ten. <laughs> and, well, uh, you know, the, the good part of that. Watch the, it. The good part, there's yeah. some historical problems there's, with that, there's for the sure. Kiss, there's the kiss of death. But the, but the good news is that you're pretty much in control of your own destiny because I think half of the teams they play are in front of them yeah. in the top ten. So yeah. they'll, they'll get a shot at all of them. Yep, they will. It'll be quite a little schedule for, yeah. for Auburn. Oh, sure. The good thing, if you can – How about every week when you're playing somebody in the top ten? That's a good that, that, They do have a very, very tough schedule this year, but, but we'll see. Uh, and then this Dabo Sweeney story, uh, we, we were discussing this, and, and you know, like I heard Speedy make the comment, that it's almost like he's trying to become the the new Mike Leach. <laughs> I know. Uh, he's well, out he doing it this he week. Want I know Mike that. Mike Leach to get all the headlines. <laughs> right, right. All right. So we're we're about a minute from needing yeah. to go to break. Y'all want to go to break? And yeah, come let's back go. We can. Come we back. can. He just. Thought, uh, I thought he had an interesting take on yeah. where high school sports is 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 going and how it's actually helped the college ranks. Well, Rick, and we were talking about it the other day. How the game has changed and what's driving the changes in the way coaches have to handle players. And he really gives some insight to it. And, and it's interesting what, in what Speedy's saying. He said, used to the NFL did things and it trickled down. 
He said, now high schools are doing it and it's going up, that colleges are playing more like high school than they are pro teams mm-hmm. now. All right, we'll come back. We'll, we'll hear from Dabo Sweeney, coach of uh, the number one Clemson Tigers and coming off last year's national championship. Uh, so we'll uh, – And he's, he's crediting the reason you see so many freshmen stepping up and playing is because the game is more like what they left in high school. Uh, we'll come back uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Our number's 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 10 minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. As uh, we uh, are rolling through another show, look forward to talking to you coming up. At 866-WE-BE-BIG, we were talking, um, you know, we updated on uh, Bubba's injury after he saw the doctor yesterday. Nothing serious, just, you know, just a, a tough, tough injury to recover from. We went into Ezekiel Elliott uh, gets uh, his deal. Tough out there on that pickleball. Yeah, the pickleball is tough. You think Ezekiel Elliott's got it tough. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, he got his deal, and uh, then that led to uh, a speech. I guess is this the normal weekly meeting? With yeah. uh, Dabo Sweeney yeah. uh, talking to the press, and it's uh, it's led uh, to Dabo Sweeney, and, and a lot of us have talked about this. What is it like to be a college football coach modern day and dealing with um, you know this generation of athletes and uh, the the type of culture that they uh, that they grow up in and live in, and and uh, he kind of takes on why you have to. It's a unique approach now. So. It is. So it this is. is courtesy, I guess, of the of the Clemson. Yeah, Clemson football. All right, here we here go. We go. <clears throat> uh, and then they're just, you know, also well trained these days. I mean, they're just in shape. Uh, they they spend seven on seven time year round. I mean, it's a constant. You know, it's just different. You know, from when I was coming up. Uh, I mean, these guys are doing seven on seven leagues. They they're, they're just constantly in the gun. You know reading things, and uh, so I just think that's part of it, uh, how the game has changed, because I really think a lot of the high school has trickled up, uh, because again, I think the high schools were some of the first ones to start changing the game from a spread standpoint, simply because high school coaches are competing with year-round baseball, year-round basketball, lacrosse, and and you know, I mean, it's, I don't have anything against the option, but, you know, or even more, I played in the I formation, I right, I left. And when we got fancy, we, we went split backs. You know, oh, my God, they went split back. But you still had an X and a Z, you know, a flanker and a split in. And yep. that's it. I didn't know what a three-wide outset. I mean, I'd, man, what I'd have done to play in a world like today. You know, so you better like it. You better like going out there and stalk blocking. You better like cracking, you know. And if you get lucky, they're going to throw a uh, – uh, you know, out cut to you. Uh, oh my God! They throw a hitch. They call it a hitch. You know, you just it just you just didn't throw the ball a lot in those days. But that there wasn't. You didn't have uh, Fortnite. You didn't have you know all these games and iTunes and you know social media. And you just didn't have that. I mean, what the heck was I going to do if I went home? What was I going to do? I mean, sit there. Look at the wall. Got three channels. You got Lawrence Welk and He All and and <laughs> <laughs> Happy Days. That's what you got. Uh, Taj, I'll explain that to you later. Um, but that's it. So you played ball. I mean, and there really was no. It's just what you did, and, and it was hard. It was hard. And 
Football was different, and the game has changed. There's so much more competition out there. So I think the high school coaches uh, are the first ones to kind of change the game. It used to everything used to be, you know, pro down, and I think it's changed now. You know, and all these pro teams used to always say, "Oh man, we can't do it. Give me a break." Uh, you just, you know, you got Tom Brady in the gun, <coughs> running zone read screens, you know, and all kind of RPOs and stuff like that. Um, you know, the game has trickled up. But it started in the high schools because coaches had to compete with all these other sports to get kids to play, to not play year-round basketball, to not play year-round baseball. So they had to change the game because nobody wanted to come out there and just run the I formation every day or run the option, you know. And, uh, and so they made it fun. And uh, a little bit kind of like basketball on grass with some of these seven-on-seven seven things that they, that they do. And I think that has been a huge part of the evolution of this quarterback that we see, you know, and you see the same thing at the next level. You see Deshaun, you see Mahomes, you just write in, you know, as the schemes have changed and they're, they're able to be successful. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I think he, he makes, he, he makes a point that if you're, if you're coaching football in high school, now you're competing with a whole, whole lot. Mm-hmm. That when we were coming up, I mean, if, his point, if you weren't on the football team, um, what were you going to do? I mean, it, 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 his original <laughs> question in that that you didn't hear was he was asked about the emergence of the freshman quarterbacks because there were a lot of them that had big games this past weekend, yeah, right. uh, put up big numbers. Of course, the Auburn with the win uh, on last minute, uh, you know. So they were saying, "What is the deal?" Because he had a freshman quarterback mm-hmm. carry his team to a national championship, yep. and he was saying it's it's just they transition now better than they used to. Yeah, and you kind of understand where he was coming from. Yeah, and he, and he was talking. And he, he outlined, I thought, a lot of things we've talked about. That's here good. What that's it really is. good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's um, and, and some people can say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, or what, as far as the actual game from a from a consumer standpoint. But uh, he's talking about if you want to have the game, uh, you have to understand. You know, I, I, this is a phrase that I that's, and I certainly didn't come up with it, but it's a phrase that I've, I've tried to talk about a lot because sometimes you find yourself banging your head against the wall, and the phrase is this, you can decide to approach the world the way you wish it was, or you better learn to approach it the way it really is. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, uh, and you know, because if you're, if you're going to constantly say, this is how I wish the world would be, well, that's fine, but that's going to lead to a very fr- – and I'm not saying that you compromise your right. morals right. or you yeah. compromise your principles. But we're just I, talking about the way you're going about your job right. or a game well, in this just, just like in our industry. I mean, we're, we're having to uh, to make changes. And I can remember when Bubba was 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 the lead dog on this stuff many years ago when, when syndication was starting. And I remember Bubba making it very clear, and you were 100% right, we better get in this or we're going get, to get replaced by this. Yeah. And now you see some of the new technology of the day. That's why we, you know, in the, in the podcast, and you'll see us do more in in the podcast. That's why we're into to the YouTube and, and the streaming apps. And we, you know, certainly realize you know where our bread is buttered. But for for a long term, you know, you got to be. And you can say, well, I don't want to fool with all that. Well, again, that's trying to live in a world the way you wish it was. You know, I wish there were six hundred radio stations that would put us on. Then you know, but. But then I have to deal with how the world really is, and and that they don't. We really wish that. Right, right. right. So so you have to say, well, look, there's all kinds of <laughs> really, really. Well, right. I, I was telling Bubba too, and, and you know, and I and I can be an old fogey like anybody. I don't like you know change or you know, fool with things, but you know, you look at some of the positive. There's a lot of negative 
that comes with the, the technology that we have, certainly, just like there's always been the negative and positive with anything that came along. Um, I don't know if y'all know that, but the whole world is is good good versus evil. Uh, and anything that's ever been come up with, evil has a plan for it, and, and, and the Lord has a plan for it, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I was telling Bubba yesterday, you know, Adrian Rogers, one of my favorite pastors, and I've struggled to find his sermons, and there were all kinds of ways you could do it. Back in the days, you could order them on CD or stuff like that. And it dawned on me yesterday. I mean, he's he's been he's been in heaven since what two thousand one, yeah. something like that. And I was like, you know what? I bet there's a podcast of Adrian Rogers <coughs> sermons, and yeah. a, and in about ten seconds, <laughs> I had access to every Adrian yeah. Rogers. Uh, I'm talking about high quality, good sounding. Oh yeah, you know, but you can cross reference with topics. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's uh. Uh, and, and that's what he's talking about. The high school coaches knew that they had to adapt to a culture that football has more competition for young people's time and interest than than ever before. And if the game – look, we used to talk about it. Football is an extremely difficult game. And I remember even preparing for – you, you know, most of the sports, once the season starts, you mainly play games. Mm-hmm. And you might have, but with football, you don't play many games, and you you have a lot of workouts and a lot of grueling practices compared to practices versus games. So he said the game had to change at the high school level to have players. Yeah, and 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 you said because of those changes, a lot of these freshman quarterbacks have been working on the the pass game, especially the short passing game, so much. They're better skilled when they get there than they were in the past. They're better skilled, and I think the off-season strength training programs oh, and, and the all, nutrition, that is, all that is so advanced now right. that when when they show up at college, they're they're a much better product, oh, yeah. ready to perform. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. no, no doubt. I remember when I was sent a sheet of a workout I was supposed to do over the summer before I got to college. You think I did it? <laughs> I showed up, and I remember Chan Gailey going. So you just decided to show up just completely out of shape. You know, and I, right. I couldn't even make the running test. And now, see, that doesn't really happen. Now, for some reason, this new nutrition stuff seems to create more cramps than ever before. Uh, yeah. That's the downside of it. If I if I see anybody else with a cramp, that's driving me nuts. <laughs> and I would like to, no matter what era we're in in football, if your upper body is hurt, walk off the field. <laughs> Top of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.